0: What? College matters. What? College College matters. matters. Really?
1: For sure. College matters.
0: Alma matters. matters. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of College News Fit to Digest. Every week, we pick a few news items relating to U.S. colleges and discuss it with our own Shweta Bagade. Alma Matters curates the news daily relating to U.S. colleges and makes it available on almamatters.io forward slash news. We pick a few news items from that curated list and discuss it every week here in these podcasts. Now, without further ado, on with the podcast. First one is um, an article on the number of open seats in two hundred colleges. I guess there's a pretty long long list of schools with uh, open seats. Uh, surprise, or is that kind of normal?
1: Um, I, I'm I'm surprised and not surprised because you know you hear these stories about some of these schools, the extremely extremely selective schools, or like the UCs having record number of applicants but then mm-hmm. there are these schools that are not as well known not as popular whatever you want to call them that mm-hmm. always seem to have space and mm-hmm. i encourage students if you're a senior and i i've met quite a few uh, seniors who are just not happy with the acceptances especially in california oh i thought mm-hmm. i'd get into uc irvine no problem and Things like that. If you're not happy with your list, I suggest to check this out. These are not big name schools for sure. Um, Mm -hmm. Some you'll recognize, but be like, oh, I never considered them. But they Mm -hmm. have really, a lot of these schools have amazing programs and Mm -hmm. opportunities and sometimes unique little nuggets. So Mm -hmm. if you're not happy with your list, definitely check them out um, and see if there's an alternative to. The ones you have that you can maybe apply to before May one. Hmm. Okay,
0: so they can still do that.
1: They can still uh, do that. There's these schools. There, I'm just kind of browsing the list already. There, some are big schools that have you know students of twenty thousand or more, and then some are small that have you know two or three thousand. So definitely check them out. Go to their website, check the details of what's required to apply and go ahead and apply. If you're not sure that you're going to hear back before May 1 for those students who do have acceptances, then I do recommend putting a deposit down somewhere before you lose your spot in case mm-hmm. you're back in time. But some of these schools will respond pretty quickly because their applications are pretty straightforward.
0: The second topic is about Williams College um, changing their uh, loans into grants um, and all work-study programs, etc. So, I guess this a seems like a movement, if you can call two of them a movement, um, towards trying to make it easier for students to afford college. What do you think?
1: Uh I don't. Well, I have to. I don't know if it's a movement
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's right i said the only two mid has done this and so
1: yeah i think what's um going to be interesting to see if anybody follows suit i love the concept of it Uh, um why a lot of students don't apply to these private schools if they know they have to take out loans Mm -hmm. why would they go to schools that are just going to make them take out larger loans than they would be if they went to a public school
0: Mm
1: -hmm. or a a tuition program school so the fact that they could apply to the school and potentially not have any loans and have some grants from the school makes that um, definitely much more enticing to apply and Mm -hmm. these colleges then that don't have that diversity that they're looking for would start to in diversity, meaning um, underrepresented communities, whether it's socioeconomic or um, different uh, ethnic groups that they're trying to attract, they could start attracting them. Mm-hmm. So it should be interesting. And the other piece of that this is really um, valuable is eliminating that um, financial aid. Um, there's a there's a term for it. And I'm drawing a blank on it for, you know, where you work as part of your financial aid. And it was very clear that William said, if you get a job, it's not going to impinge on your grants that you're getting. Mm. So that makes it even more appealing for students who are financially constrained to say, oh, great, I can go work, make a little bit more money and not worry about it taking away from my tuition grants from the college. So that becomes pocket money for them you know, spending money, or even money for something they wanna take advantage of, like maybe a study abroad opportunity or different programs that do cost money to participate in. So I, that's an element of that that's really interesting because I knew a lot, work-study programs, a lot of students part of the work-study program, mm-hmm. and they're working on top of going to school just to pay for college. So to right. eliminate that I think is really great. I hope more of these private, very expensive private schools follow this suit.
0: The last uh, topic for today then is about SATs and international students. Um, The article, of course, is uh, provocative. It says, uh, are SATs irrelevant for international students? I'm not sure about that, but um, it does talk about um, what it is doing without—I uh, mean, what's happening with international applications without SATs and ACTs? What do you think? What's what's what this lo- this looks like? A interesting direction.
1: Um, it is an interesting direction. I I I would caution any international students as much as I agree of the lack of equity that happens with SATs and ACT testing for international students. I would definitely Mm -hmm. proceed cautiously because one of the things they have to remember is a lot of colleges, especially if you go to school in a country that English is not the primary language, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that they use the SAT, uh, the verbal section, as a Mm -hmm. way to determine your um, ability to navigate going to college in an English-speaking university. Mm -hmm. So as much as that Possibility is there. Then, if they're not using the SAT, then they're looking at other ways to do that. And so, even if you avoid one test, you might still be needing to take another test, right, to qualify for the schools um, that require that that are required for international students. So, I as I do agree that it'd be nice that it becomes irrelevant. But I think for international students that come from education systems that are taught in a different language outside other than English, I would just go in and do your research before you make any decisions about not taking the SAT. Research the colleges, find out what they're doing for that um, qualification, I guess, a requirement that you need for the university. So that's my little two cents on that. Like I said, I would love for it to be irrelevant. That's just my personal view. A lot of people disagree with that, and a lot of people agree with it. But um, internationals have a second layer
0: that they have to consider. Fair enough. I think I think that's i think I think the thing that uh, caught my attention was really the fact that half the increase in the volume of applications for at least the uh, top tier schools has been international applicants which I thought was quite interesting.
1: No, I think that's fascinating. And I think that test optional piece continues to show um, the accessibility that allows for students that may not have considered. If they can't, if they live in a rural part of a country and they have to drive two, three hours, spend more money, things like that, that they wouldn't be able to do. The to be able to apply without uh, taking SAT is makes it a better opportunity for them for sure.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think uh, fifty to sixty dollars can be a lot of money um, depending on where you are, and secondly, and, and you know, and, and what your family situation is, and secondly, of course, the other part is of course the big hassle of going to a, you know, to a test center, even though it's going to be online you still have to go to a test center in most countries. So, Um, okay. So, well, let's see how all these develop, but that's it for this week. Thank you as always. Um, Talk again next week till then be safe. Take care.
1: Thank you. You you. too.
0: Bye-bye. Bye. Hi again. Hope you enjoyed this conversation with Shweta Bagade on this week's College News Fit to Digest. For your questions or comments on this podcast, please email podcast at almamatters.io. Thank you all so much for listening to today's podcast. Transcripts for this podcast and previous podcasts are on almamatters.io forward slash podcasts. To stay connected with us, subscribe to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify, or visit anchor.fm forward slash Alma Matters to check us out. Till we meet again, take care and be safe. Thank you.
1: College Matters.
0: Alma matters. Matters.